You are listening to the Plant-Based Superpower Mom Podcast, a podcast designed for moms seeking to incorporate all components of living a plant-based lifestyle, including food and far beyond. And welcome to another episode of the Plant-Based Superpower Mom Podcast. I am your host, Emily Wood, a registered dietitian, helping moms create more energy, confidence, and connection through the power of holistic plant-based living. If you are looking for more support on making the switch, you can request to join my free Plant-Based Superpower Mom Facebook group by clicking the link in the podcast description. In this week's episode, I spoke with Melissa O'Grady. Melissa shares with us her journey from being over 200 pounds at 5 foot 1 on 70 units of insulin and hardly able to move to losing over 80 pounds, being off all her medications, and discovering a love for running. We talk about how this change is possible for anyone to make and how knowing your big why and having support is key to making these changes last. I also have an announcement for you guys, and I wanted to let you know that in upcoming episodes, I will be answering listener questions on the podcast. So if you would like to submit a question, you can go to my website, www.emilywoodrd.com slash submit. Thank you for listening and enjoy this week's episode. Hi, Melissa. I'm so happy to have you with us today. Hi, Emily. I'm so glad to be here. Awesome. So I know that you've had quite the life transformation um, by shifting to a whole food plant-based lifestyle, but I would like you to share with us, if you don't mind, a little bit about what your life looked like before you decided to adopt this way of living. Yeah. Uh, I could talk all day about just that. I mean, it was the typical sick, messy, fat life that so many of us have. I mean, I had been pretty much chubby since I was about eight or nine years old, you know, grew up eating the same foods everyone else ate, macaroni and cheese and all sorts of meatloaves and all these things. And, you know, my eating habits got worse. I got chubbier. I got picked on which made that even worse. And then shortly after high school, when I met my husband, I immediately got pregnant and immediately had a miscarriage and found out I was a type two diabetic. Uh, My A1C was, oh gosh, it was about an 11. And that's like, I believe that's close up to an average of about a 370 blood sugar level, I think in that range. Mm -hmm. So I was 225 pounds at my heaviest and I'm only 5'1". So I, that was big on me. I was probably a size 16, 18. I really didn't move much. I remember the morning I was diagnosed before going to the doctor's office, I went to McDonald's and I had a large orange juice and I had, you know, extra hash brown. And I, and I was thinking that by having the orange juice, I was doing something healthy. And, you know, um, 
when I was diagnosed with diabetes, it at least made me a little more conscious of what I ate, even though I did the standard low carb. So for the last like 15 years as a type two diabetic, I kind of did learn how to say no to sweets or stop at one, but at the same time, I still yo-yoed all the time. I had good years and bad years with both my diabetes and with my weight. I had managed to lose 50 pounds when I was diagnosed, but then I yo-yoed and ended up losing the same 25 pounds like over and over and over again. And it just never got better. And the last six months before I went whole food plant-based, I was put on insulin because my diabetes pills no longer helped. It was out of control. It didn't matter if I ate carbs or didn't eat carbs. I was high all the time. I went from, you know, metformin and other pills to insulin. And in six months, I went from three units a day to 70 units a day. And it was just not getting better at all. Mm-hmm. It was, it was horrible. It was really a scary time for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what to do. And I had other issues going on with my knee and I was just, you know, I was sick of being sick. You know, it, it's hard when you're feeling sick like that all the time. You're not sleeping well and you have headaches and you just, you know, you feel like you have zero energy and, you know, you feel like you want to get up and move, but then it's so hard to get up and move. So let's just have a bag of chips instead. <laughs> you know, it was the very typical cycle that so many people get stuck in where they want to lose weight and they try diet after diet and they just, nothing ever works. You know, I used to be the queen of trying um, different um, weight loss products that were sold in direct sales companies. So I had done so many pink drinks and shakes and wraps and all these different take two pills a day. And, you know, they're just Band-Aids. They're scary things. And we don't need Band-Aids. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, And yeah, I mean, what you're sharing with all of us is so typical. I mean, so many women out there are probably nodding their heads right now because they're so relating to everything that you're saying. Yeah. And I like too how you mentioned the medication because I feel like when you're put on a medication by your doctor, there's this mindset that, oh, well, I'm all better now because now I'm taking this medication. Um, But it's not a cure-all and and it's not treating the root cause of what's going on. And that is our poor lifestyle choices. And even if you're on, you know, metformin, I mean, and I see it time and time again, as a registered dietitian, you know, you progress into now you're on two pills. Mm -hmm. Now you're on some insulin. Now you're on insulin with meals on top of the long acting insulin. And and it's just this progression. If you don't sit back and say, Hey, I need to do something about my lifestyle right now. Absolutely. So what was kind of the wake-up call for you, and how were you introduced to the plant-based lifestyle? Well, you know, I had probably a year before that, probably even before I was put on the insulin, we had watched Forks Over Knives and all those great documentaries that are on Netflix. There's so many of them on there. And, you know, my husband, you know, when he had even seen Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, he wanted to get into juicing. Juicing instantly would spike me, but it would make him feel like he was high. He was like, oh my God, I'm so jacked up, you know? And so, but I couldn't really do it, but we had watched all this and it all made so much sense to us, but we still just didn't let it click in. And then it was 
when I was on that 70 units. And it was basically um, two years ago this month, like right now at this moment, I had an issue with my knee. I had inflammation um, right around the area of an old knee injury where my knee blew up to the size of a grapefruit. And I literally couldn't walk for the entire month of February. And when you can't walk and you have kids and you need to help them with homework and get them bathed and make them dinner and do laundry and just take care of the house and you can't even get up off the couch and you can't even get to the bathroom to use the bathroom. I literally was using a bucket for a month right there. And my husband would, at the time he was working two jobs during the day and then the evening. So he was only home for about an hour in between and trying to cook us dinners. And he gave us food poisoning one day. You know, it was so <laughs> tough to go through that, not even just personally and mentally in your own self and feeling sorry for yourself, but to just feel like you're not taking care of everyone else around you and things are faltering. And I just, I was at my rock bottom. So between the diabetes and feeling like it was getting worse. And I was also at the same time I was put on Victoza. And if you ever watch any of those old, you know, any of the even current um, commercials for Victoza and many of the other injectables, they say if you have a history of thyroid cancer in your family, don't take this. And they say if there's any swelling in your neck, discontinue use. I had swelling in my neck. Um, my lymph node oh, was about three size larger than it should be. And it was pushing into my jaw and causing jaw pain. I stopped taking it. And a day later, it was gone. And I thought, oh, maybe it was a fluke. Maybe I was getting sick. So I took the Victoza again. It came right back. So I was at this cumulative pit of hell you know i was really so down and depressed diabetes and the insulin i had gained 30 pounds in those six months just from the insulin alone i was back up to 200 pounds you know and then the victoza making me sick and the knee not being able to move i felt like i was dying i every single day was a you know physical and mental struggle to even want to try to get up and move and i i told my husband i said you know what let's let's, you know, we watched all those, in, you know, documentaries, let's watch them again. And I said, these make sense because what we've been doing our entire lives has just been making us feel sick and tired and not well. So obviously it's not working. And I said, we have to just try something else because this isn't working. So let's change our mindset and try it a different way and see if that helps. It was just, you know, that click in my brain that said, yep, you're done with this. You're, you're sick of being this way. So let's stop being this way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So once you decided to make this transition, um, how has your life changed? <laughs> it is completely different today. I, I cannot, you know, I, I have so many people that do say that I inspire them every day and they look up to me every single day and my results are amazing. And when I look at my results, I have a hard time believing them. So when I first went whole food plant-based, I did not do any kind of transition. I just went for it. I had nothing to lose. So we decided to try one day and that day went fantastic. So we did a second day, a Sunday, and that day went well. And we said, oh, instead of waiting to the beginning of the month, like we were going to do, let's just stick with it. We've already done two days why stop and go back to feeling like crap again, you know? So we just immediately stayed with it. And it, at, the, at the time that we went whole food plant-based, it was in March two years ago. And we, I was in physical therapy for the knee. And when you're in physical therapy, they lay you down on a table 
and they try to get your legs to lay flat because of the knee. He could fit a basketball underneath my knee because I couldn't bend it at all. Mm -hmm. Two weeks after going whole food plant-based, it was on the table completely straight. He couldn't get his fingers under it and I was done with physical therapy. Wow. Four weeks after starting, I was completely off the insulin and I was taking 70 units when I began. So in just four weeks, I was off the insulin. And it was a few weeks after that, about a month after that, I started running <laughs> and I was dropping weight. I was averaging about 10 pounds a month that I was losing and no more headaches and sleeping better. And I couldn't tell you how many times my husband would sleep on the couch because I would snore so loud and I wasn't snoring anymore. So, you know, in the last almost two years that I've been whole food plant-based, I have basically reversed my type two diabetes. My A1C is a 4.9. I've been without medication or insulin for almost two years. You know, I have, again, I rarely have headaches. I rarely get sick with the flu. I, I feel so much more alive and I've lost 85 pounds total. So I, I've gone from a size 14 to a zero. So when people tell me, oh, you inspire me every day, I look at them and I'm like, you're crazy. I'm no different from you or anybody else. I was the person... That was you saying, that person inspires me. I never, ever thought that this would be who I am. And it's all because of just choosing the kind of food you want to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is just, I mean, really, your story is definitely one of the most inspiring I've, I've ever heard. And um, Thank you. yes, it really is. And, and for those of you listening, I, I do, I have known Melissa um, prior to this interview and I mean, well, you look incredible, Melissa. I can tell you that. I mean, you really do. It, it's it's amazing. But just how I mean, you are so down to earth, and you're so relatable, and so motivating, and so inspiring, and and just your whole story. And, and I don't want to say you're just an ordinary person because that's yeah. that's not. I you know, you know what I'm saying though is you're just Absolutely. a normal woman, and and you decided, look, I'm going to make these changes. And, and you did them. And now you're just really unstoppable with how many people you're inspiring to make this switch as well. So it, it really, I mean, anybody can do this. Anybody. Yeah. That's what I try to tell people that anyone can do this. I'm, I really, you know, in exactly what you said, you know, I feel like I'm no one special. I'm, I'm I was the same person yo-yoing. I was stuck on that same merry-go-round going up and down and up and down and not getting anywhere for, you know, 38, 39 years. I'm 41 now, you know, and I, when I started this, I was 39 and I always used to say, I want to be 40 and fabulous. And I did it. And it really wasn't that hard. Cause once I started eating that way, I felt so good. I didn't want the junk food anymore. And if you, you know, you go long enough eating this way that if you slip up and you have meat or you have like too much dairy or something like that, or cheese down the line, you get sick as a dog from it. And then you realize you don't want that anymore because now you realize how crabby it made you feel. You know, I, I did it once on a vacation where we just had, um, Chinese, uh, takeout with the kids on a vacation and it was covered in oil and you could taste it in your mouth. And the next day I was throwing up and I had my knee blew up and I was limping for two weeks. And I'm like, Nope, Nope. It's not worth that for an egg roll. It's not, it really isn't, you know? Yeah. Yep. I remember, um, Oh God, I don't know when it was, but I was at a party and I was just going crazy with the dairy. I was like, whatever, it's fine. I'm hungry. I'm at a party. And the next day I was physically ill and 
I'm like, I look at my husband, I'm like, never. Uh Like, I couldn't believe my stomach hated me. (laughs) I'm like, I always always tell people online that when they say they experience it, I say, sometimes you need to experience it to just know that you're now making the right choice. And that bad choice is so bad that you will never want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That's, that's true. Um, so I know you have a family. Yep. So is your husband, is he still on board with the plant-based eating? I mean, how are your kids with, with all of this? Yeah, my husband is whole food plant-based with me. He eats a lot more grains than I do. So there's still a lot of the times where I love my salads. So, I mean, if anyone knows me, they know that I eat salads all the time, but these are like gigantic, monstrous, 20 different things in it salads. But he likes, you know, I just still make him like whole grain spaghettis and, you know, and rice meals and things like that. Personally, I did better when I would eat to my meter and not really eat the grains. And I would make substitutes like using zucchini noodles and cauliflower rice. And I'm so used to those now. I would rather have a huge plate with two cups of cauliflower rice than a half a cup of brown rice. So for me, it's that calorie density and I, I like eating food. So so he does eat whole food plant-based, but he just, he eats more starches than I do. My kids, for the most part, have no real desire to do it. Um, and the, you know, my daughter is nine. She says things like, I wanna be plant-based, but in a nine-year-old's mind, she hasn't fully, you know, when she, when I say, well, that means no more bacon or cheeseburger, she looks at me like I lost my mind. So she, she likes the idea of it, but then actually doing it is a different story. But in my house, I rarely make them meat. I, I make, you know, they have almond milk here in the house. Um, they do have, um, American cheese for their one day a week when I make them um, ground turkey burgers. So the ground turkey is the only meat that they eat. Everything else that they eat in the house is mostly vegan and or plant-based. So they're probably about a, I mean, if you consider when they go to school and eat whatever, they're probably a 50-50, you know, but it's something where I could completely force them and make their lives miserable for a while. But my son is much, you know, he's 14. I'm trying to let him make the choice for him. He's got to kind of learn on his own as opposed to getting forced into it, which I would love to for it. I've told him, I said, boy, if you could go whole food plant-based, that is a whole career for you right there in trying to help other kids go whole food plant-based. And he's like, meh. (laughs) He's a typical teenage boy. And I hope that they will make that choice further down the road and and go complete. But, you know, at least my husband's there with me. He's always been supportive. You know, my parents, they have no desire, you know, no one else really has any desire. But if I bring my food to a family event, they eat it and they love it. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it takes, it just takes time. And some people will never jump on board, but some people it might be two years. Like you said, it was a full year for you before you when you were first introduced to these documentaries before you decided, okay, let's give this a try. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it does take some people some time and, and going back with the kids, you know, I feel the same way is that, you know, I really try to keep it plant-based in the house and we do have the vegan meat alternatives, you know, like the chicken nuggets and the hot dogs and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, for my, and you know, my kids are three and five and, and I, 
and even though they're so young, you know, they, they do eat a lot of healthy foods um, because I try to set the example for them, but they're not perfect. I know, you know, my, my son likes to buy like, you know, pizza at school, you know, a, once a week or whatever. And it's regular dairy. And when, when we're at family functions, they'll have chicken or whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't want to be, like you said, I don't want to be like, no, don't touch it. Don't eat that. You know, like, yeah. that, like crazy about it. Um, I just continued going, there goes my dog. I knew this would happen eventually. Oh my gosh. We were, we were just talking about this before. About how, um, <laughs> Cats and dogs and kids. And, yeah. Oh man. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm totally on board. And I, I agree with exactly what you're saying um, for sure. And, and, and I do hope that my kids continue to see me as the example and continue to see the importance of eating more whole plant-based foods for sure. Yeah. Um, so speaking, we touched on this just a second ago um, about the starches, but yeah. um, you know, a lot of people with diabetes, and I do feel like that different people respond differently to starches. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as far as, you know, avoiding them completely and, um, you know, they just have this scary connotation, carbohydrates. So when you're trying to make the switch to a more plant-based diet to reverse diabetes and maybe the carbs are scaring you off. I mean, do we really have to be worried about the carbs? I mean, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, here's how I tell people what they have to do. I tell them that they have to really eat to their meter. And I, and I know one of the things that probably really gets people excited about whole food plant-based diet is that I can eat carbs again. Oh my God. You mean I can eat pasta and rice again when I haven't touched that in years. And, and that's a, a big idea that a lot of people have. And then they go all in eating those foods again. And then they're like, well, why are my numbers going up? So, you know, when it comes to type 2 diabetes and that insulin resistance, it's the fat in our bodies and clogging our cells that have caused it. So you really need to work on keeping those lower carbs for now, only because when you first switch over, you haven't flushed that fat out of those cells yet. So the glucose still can't get in. So it's still going to go into your bloodstream. So, you know, um, you can eat the carbs that don't really spike you. And I, I tell people to consider anything over that 140, at least in the beginning, a spike. I consider for myself now, anything over a 120, I consider a spike, even though it's not considered a spike. That's where it's my goal. Once I got beyond the 140, I'm like, well, I don't want to be above 120. And I'm rarely above 120. But you know, it's, it's about testing how you react to certain foods. So I eat oatmeal every single day and a lot of it. So my breakfast probably has almost 80 grams of carbs in it. And that's triple or quadruple what I used to eat in a day. So, you know, I can eat that even from day one of going whole food plant-based and I never spiked from oatmeal, but other people can't touch it. They'll be 300 if they eat it. So it's really important to eat your meter test two hours after meals and see where you're at. So if you had rice with dinner and you find that you were 280 or 200 or whatever, then don't eat rice. You know, if you find that oatmeal does spike you or doesn't spike you, then go ahead and eat it. You know, if um, potatoes don't spike you, go ahead and eat them. You know, I, I still rarely even do potatoes. I make, um, I, I know you've tasted it, my potato carrot cheese. It's awesome stuff. That when I make that recipe, it's one baking potato and 
it lasts me and my husband like four or five days. So it's like, you know, one, it's like eating a quarter of a potato a day. And that's, you know, I don't go huge on the carbs today. If I'm lenient and I have the occasional piece of bread, I have the occasional rice. I don't spike anymore because of all the weight I've lost. I've gotten rid of that insulin resistance. But like I said, I enjoy food and I enjoy eating a lot of it. That's so many of us, our problem is saying no to food and being like, you know, like back in the day when you would get like a healthy choice, little TV dinner and you'd eat these five noodles with one little piece of broccoli sopped in sauce. And you'd be like, okay, I need four more of those. Cause I'm still hungry. So I, I eat, you know? So it's like, yeah, I make a cauliflower rice stir fry where I can have a huge gigantic bowl. And if I'm hungry an hour later, I can eat some more. You know, I, I'm someone who definitely wants to eat food and you can, you know, if you are eating the lower carb veggies and fruit and focusing on those more than grains, especially in you're going to be able to eat more and still lose a lot of weight. And the more weight you lose, the more you get rid of that insulin resistance and you're going to do better and start healing your body and reversing that diabetes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was great. That was really good advice about um, eating to your meter. I think that's, yeah. that's super, super important. Um, so as far as the way you eat on a daily basis, do you keep it pretty simple or do you like to experiment in the kitchen? What's, what's your thing? If I'm coming trying to come up with a new recipe idea, I experiment a little bit, but for the most part, I eat ridiculously simple a lot of the times. So, you know, like I said, most mornings I'm having either overnight oats or my savory oats. I love savory oats. It tastes like cheesy rice to me. It's so good. If I miss it for a day or two, I start getting cranky. So... <laughs> So I love that stuff. So I, like I said, I have oatmeal probably, you know, most days every single month. There's maybe one or two days where I'm just not in the mood for it and I make myself something else. So most days it's some sort of oatmeal for breakfast. And then for lunch, it's almost always either a wrap or a salad. And a lot of the times for dinner, it's another salad or it's something cooked. So a cauliflower rice stir fry, homemade soup, a veggie lasagna. I tend to enjoy my salads so much that a lot of the times, as long as I don't feel like standing in the kitchen chopping for an hour, because, you know, I make something for my husband, I make something for my kids, then I have to chop up a salad. So sometimes I just quick grab, you know, frozen cauliflower rice and a frozen bag of mixed veggies and I cook them in the microwave together and I mix some of my potato cheese sauce with it and it's like a casserole and I just eat that. You know, sometimes I keep it, most of the time my meals are so super simple. You know, I make, um, I make my own homemade veggie burgers and I just slap them on some lettuce and, you know, and eat that. And, you know, I keep things relatively easy. Easier yeah. is better. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I agree. So your potato cheese sauce and your savory oats, are those recipes that are on your website? They are on my website site they're on youtube as well that's where you know they originally were um if you see any of those videos and you see my kitten on the counter don't complain because i get a lot of people complaining about the kitten and i'm like he didn't learn the word no yet and i was recording i wasn't gonna stop you know her dog barked and she rolled with the punches you know you gotta go with the flow i get so many complaints yep. about the kitty and i'm like he was a kitten he was like two months old relax you know huh. <laughs> but yes they are on youtube they are on my website and you know they're they're the two recipes I make like every single week, you know, consistently. Cool. 
so I know you have a Facebook group, you have a website. So tell us about some of the services and support that you offer in those places. Okay, well, on my fan page, I do, there's links to a couple different groups that I run. Um, I just started a new one that's specifically called Reversing Type 2 Diabetes with a Whole Food Plant-Based Lifestyle. You know, that one is, um, you know, geared towards eating how I eat, you know, and, and how I handle that. And I just made that group and there's already almost 100 people in it. Um, I also had a whole food plant-based for weight loss support group that's on there too because I think in a lot of different groups if someone comes in there and says I'd like to lose weight people jump down their throats and say this is not about weight loss this you know you should be doing this for health and it's true we're all doing it for health but a lot of us want to lose weight we should not feel bad for saying we want to lose weight so I made that support group you know probably last year at some point just simply because I know there's a lot of people out there like me that want to lose weight and you know in doing so and losing weight you get healthier and they work together so you know they're you know like that um on my actual website I do have a what I call the 21 day whole food plant-based kickstart program so that one is a program that has 21 days of different dinner recipes, all based on exactly how I eat. So pretty much every dinner, there's like no grain because <laughs> that's how I eat. So they're very much based on having a main grain for breakfast and there's different of uh, several breakfast recipes and I show how I make my lunches and I have a few lunch recipes and then I have 21 different dinner recipes. And you know, when I first created that program, I had a test group and out of you know, quite a few people joined, half the people did it. And those that did it lost an average of about 10 pounds in those 21 days. So oh, wow. they lost 10 pounds. Quite a few type two diabetics did that. Several have lowered and eliminated medication. So it, it was able to prove to me that this can work and help other people as well. So, you know, that, that kickstart was kind of like the first stepping stone for me in reaching out and saying, okay, you all ask how I eat and how I live every day. This is it, you know, and, and I'm going to be doing one-on-one -on -one coaching very soon. I'm trying to figure out how to make that work. <laughs> all the logistics, there's so much involved in coaching and setting apps up and things like that. But, but that is um, one of my goals to get up probably by the end of next month. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm sure a lot of people will really be looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that want to lose weight and a lot of people that are diabetic, that's for yes. sure. And in this plan, it's just, it, it, out of all the, the diet, I mean, you've tried them. I've heard of them, you know, I mean, all the diets that are out there, I mean, they're just, they're not really sustainable. Yeah. It's like, and like you said, you, you lose the weight and you gain it back and you lose the weight and you gain it back. And one thing that I, Oh my gosh. It makes me cringe is when people are like, well, I'm going to do this again. Cause it worked. And I'm like, no, it didn't, it didn't work. No, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. why keep going back to the same thing over and over again, because you previously lost 20 pounds, but then you gained back 30. Like, no, that's not working. working that's not working. Yeah. No, working is something that you adopt that is sustainable so that you don't have to keep going through this diet. Yeah. Cycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole point of this is that this is, how you should eat and live for life. So this is not a lose the 85 pounds and go back to having steaks and cheeseburgers and, you know, and all that. This is how you should eat. And, you know, it's, 
it really opened my eyes. It changed my life completely, you know, and I'm able to finally, you know, just live and be happy. And I, I just, I can't wait for spring to get here and to get outside again. <laughs> oh. and, and it's, yeah, I, for me and exercise, it's being outside. I hate doing DVDs. I hate being on my indoor bike. I do it grudgingly right now, but I cannot wait to walk and, you know, try to run again. You know, my knee sometimes flares up from that old injury, but you know, I love to get out there and just move. I'm so excited to get out and move. The sun is shining right now. She is teasing us. (laughs) I know it's deceiving because it's, it's really cold out. (laughs) It's about 17 degrees right now. It's crazy. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who try to make this transition on their own. I mean, how important do you think it is to get support when you start this journey? You know, I think anytime you have some sort of support in anything that you want to do, it helps you to be more successful. You know, I'm very blessed in having an amazing husband who would basically do anything I asked of him, even changing how he ate his entire life just because I felt sick. And, you know, and he wanted to make a healthy change just too because of his, you know, family um, history of heart disease and everything. And, and there's times where he even said, you know, at Thanksgiving, I might have some turkey. Are you going to be okay with that? And I looked at him like, no, but okay. You know, And then he looked at the meat at Thanksgiving and he put it back and he didn't do it. And he's like, I just realized I didn't need it or want it, you know? And it's so great to have him be able to do it with me. And I know there's so many people that say, I'm in this alone. And I want you to just know that even if you have to do it on your own, I still, like I said, I make three different dinners every evening. You know, I'm making my own, I'm making his, I'm making the kids. So I know that it's tough if you need to batch cook and make a huge soup and just eat that with a salad, you know, during the week for yourself, make a huge stir fry and have that for a few days. You know, there are days where I make him enough spaghetti where his meals are done for three or four days, you know, so I will do that. And you have, there's so much online support as well. So if you don't have that personal, you know, husband, a spouse, someone doing it with you, there are plenty of people online. There's so many different forums and so many different places. And, you know, even locally for us, we have our potluck, you know, see if there's a potluck in your neighborhood and ours is coming up this weekend and I don't know what to make again. (laughs) And, you know, it's so much fun to go every single month and it's so everyone is so kind. Everyone is so nice and inspiring. And it's such a wonderful time to just go and see everybody and see how everyone's doing and, and chat with everyone. So even if you don't have that someone at home, there are so many places on here. I have several people who have not purchased any of my programs who aren't even in my groups who just say, is it okay if I private message you once a day and tell you how my blood sugar levels are? And I'm like, okay. So I get messages from about five or six different people daily, just so they can have someone to be accountable to. And I'm there, you know, that's what I'm here for. That's what I love. And what makes my life even more rewarding is that I can take what I've learned and I can share it with others. And, you know, you can get that support in so many different ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And having someone keep you accountable is, I mean, it really is key. Yeah. It's hard to keep yourself accountable. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it just became so easy for me because when I tell people, you know, about my knee injury and that entire month that was so lousy for me, it was the worst point of my life ever. And when I tell people about that and they say, well, what makes you get up every day and do this out over and over? And I said, I said, that does. I remember how it felt sitting on that couch crying and not being able to move and diabetes out of control and feeling, you know, so sick. And it's like, you got to know what your why is. And you have to really, it's so easy to say, because I want to lose weight and get healthy, but you need to really feel it. You need to get deep down into your gut, into your emotions, into your heart and know really why you want to do this. Mm-hmm. And every time you want to cheat with a donut or a slice of pizza or anything like that, you need to think of that first and say, is this going to help me reach what I really want out of my life? And if it's not, you got to just put it down. You know, you got to be, you know, really strong. And eventually it becomes habit and normal because you feel great and you start looking great. And, you know, and it just makes your day and your aspect of your life so much better and you feel so much better. And then it's so much easier to make choices because you know how crappy you feel when you eat the junk, you know, and it's, you know, it's very, anyone can do this, you know, people struggle and I see people struggle and it, it, you know, it really makes me sad for them when I see them struggle. And it's like, come on, all you got to do is dig deep. You are so worth it. You are so able to do this. You are strong enough and you just got to go at it. Yeah, and that 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 pretty much answers my last question um, because I wanted wanted to get your advice on you know people that are listening that are you know maybe a little skeptical about trying this um, you know what what would you tell them? You know, if if people are skeptical, they're thinking, oh, I don't know if I could do that or this and that. I say, you know what, you give yourself a week, give yourself two weeks. You know, commit to trying it. So many people will say, oh, I could never do that. I would have never thought that I would do that. You know, when I was doing low carb, I used to make these chicken, cheese, broccoli, low carb casserole things that were so greasy and disgusting now when I think about them. And it's like, you know what? That is just, when you think about that kind of food and what you put into your body, you know, it's common sense that says, is this plate of bacon and eggs fried in butter healthy or is this apple and a salad healthy is this cauliflower healthy it's a no-brainer when you really think about it and think about you know what's healthy versus what's not an apple is everything in life that you could need and want and it's when you get used to eating the apple it's the sweetest thing in the world. It's the most delicious thing in the world. And if you're skeptical about trying something, you have to just dip your toes in and try it and find out for yourself. Because I guarantee if you go all in and you really truly embrace the lifestyle with no meat and no dairy and no oil, you will feel so much better and never want the junk again. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you start to understand that, Hey, this really does work. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's incredible advice. Um, I mean, you, you touched on so many points that that really just could inspire anybody. So this is this has been great, and I just I just love your your passion for this. Um, it's just it's it's just great. It it, it just puts a smile on my face, makes me so happy, and makes me want to do better personally. <laughs> I'm doing good, but you know we all have our slip ups here and there when life gets a little a little uh, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, let me say you don't have to be perfect. I am not perfect. So there are times when I do, you know what, I have, I use an almond milk coffee creamer that has a little bit of oil in it. And some people might say, well, then you're not 100%. You don't have to strive for 100%. You don't have to strive for being perfect because we're human beings. We're not going to be perfect. I want to enjoy that one cup of coffee once in a while, you know, like mostly in the summer, like not right now, but once in a while, I'll have a vegan ice cream treat with my kids. You know, it's not about expecting to be 100% perfect perfect, but you know, you can do so much better. And it's, it's kind of the idea of when the majority of what you're eating is good, it will outweigh the teeny tiny bit of bad that you let in once in a while. Cause you know, I don't want anyone to think that I am like the most perfect person on the planet and I never eat anything other than vegetables and fruits. And it's, you know, there's times where I, like I said, I'll have I have that coffee creamer. I want a good cup of coffee in the morning. You know, I don't like black coffee you know? and I don't like the soy milk or almond milk plain in it, you know? So it's, you know, you don't have to strive for perfection. You know, you don't have to be perfect to get there. You know, I had amazing results having that creamer, so I'm fine with keeping it. You know, I had those results having that vegan ice cream, like once every other month or something like that, you know? So a little tiny thing here and there, guess what? I'll have a piece of chocolate once in a while. You know, it doesn't, the world doesn't end if I have that tiny piece of chocolate. If I have a Hershey kiss, the world still goes on. I'm still healthy and I'm still getting there. So you don't have to be perfect. And you know, I, I, I'm just human like anyone else. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's awesome. Um, well, I just want to thank you again. I know I probably said it about a million times. Um, but for those of you listening, um, you can read Melissa's full bio and check out her links in the episode description. And I want to thank you for listening. If you are liking the plant-based superpower mom podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button and share with your friends and family.